Welcome to the Flea Podcast. This is Troy. And Myers. And we are here with another corner booth at Rex's. We're going to be talking about uh, the newer Disney uh, Plus Marvel show called Miss Marvel. We are going to go through some non-spoiler thoughts like we always do. Uh, we've got some acting, directing, story. We've got some themes. And then we've got our uh, our Phileo podcast score out of 10, where we can throw in some half stars, some three-quarter stars, whatever kind of stars you want. Mathematical problem. You could do pi if you wanted to, like that's, as a score. Yeah, That's a low score. I can't wait to give a movie a pi score, though. Like we should we should have given score. Eternals like a pie score because watching it makes it feel like it goes on forever. <laughs> Eternal just like pie. Uh, 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 yeah, we're also going to put them in our uh, MCU tiers um, based on the Infinity Stones, and then we'll get into spoiler-filled thoughts: uh, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, and uh, and obviously everything's fair game from there. So let's get into it. Uh, acting we've got um, and. I'm going to try to rip off all of these names, and I think mm. I've got some of them. They're going to be tough. Please, uh, where grace, where grace exists, grace abounds more. Is that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, there you go. So, Iman Delani is uh, Kamala Khan, the title character of Miss Marvel. Matt Lintz uh, is played by, or is uh, the character Bruno. Zenobia Shroff plays Kamala's mom, Muniba. Uh, Yasmin Fletcher plays her friend Nakia. Uh, Rish Shah uh, plays uh, Kamran, who's uh, Kamala's love interest uh, in the in the show, and then Mohan Kapoor plays Yusef, which is her father. Um, let's start off with those. I, I know that there's a couple more in there, but uh, I don't think there's any big like spoilers or anything. I just kind of didn't want to sit here and list all of them. Those are the main characters that we've got uh, that make up the, uh, a majority of the show. So, what did you think about the acting? Uh, enjoyable. I- I felt like everyone acted the right age in this thing. Yep. Like we make fun mm-hmm. of plenty of other things where like people look 30 when they're supposed to be teenagers. And I mean, look wise, you could make some arguments on some of those things, but behavior wise, they yeah. nailed it. Like these yep. are believable teenagers with the way that they act, the way they talk about things. If anything, they're just like a little too together and respectful yeah. of things to be teenagers in 2022. But I, I loved her family, especially yes. like the dynamics yep. and the way they interact. Like if you told me some of these people were actually related, I might believe you. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Zoe, I think is probably the only one that I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if she is like 30. Yeah. Like, and they were just like, Hey, you're a, you're a TikTok sensation. Like play one like in here. Yeah, right. But uh, everybody else like 100% feels like they, they act their age. I, I, I really loved all the actors and um, how they interacted with each other. Um, they're not quite up to the Marvel standard that we're used to. And I think that's a little bit unfair because a lot of these shows have been like populated with like really like blockbuster names. Like Jeremy Renner is like a blockbuster name. Like, and so is like Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, the list goes on and on, you know, obviously they've been kind of, they've kind of made a career after they started with Marvel and things like that. So maybe this is like all of these people before their careers and it's their big break, but uh, you can kind of, there's plenty of people in there. Yeah. Loki's a good example where they just bring in Owen Wilson like play yes. this part on this yep. show because they're marvel yep. and they can do that and this was a whole lot of unknowns so 
Right. And I mean, and, and I think the, the whole point of it is to make sure that they're being respectful of the subject matter that they have on hand. Like Miss Marvel comics is like a huge, like, um, uh, it's a huge thing to the Muslim community as, as a representation of like who they are. It's like true to life. A lot of people are saying like, Hey, this is the first time, like I was represented in a comic book and like now, like it's on the mainstream, like in a TV show, you know? So it's the, it would be, it would be dismissive of them to be like, all right, we're going to bring in, um, like some, like, person that is obviously not Muslim to play Kamala Khan and go through all those things. So um, I think that there were some opportunities that they could have probably taken to, uh, to incorporate some different things, but um, I still really loved all of the actors. And so uh, my, my biggest beef um, and not necessarily like beef, but I think that the acting has nothing to do with like any of my negatives of the, uh, of the series. Like, I think the acting is probably the strong suit of the series. Would, would you say the same? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and their chemistry was good. I think it's yes. probably the big thing. Yes. Like, it was kind of this. And that's one of those things that's probably really random. Like, even mm-hmm. when you're casting, I'm sure it's hard to get all those people in the same room and say, like, oh, this really does work. You know, I right. mean, if, if you watch a lot of, like, which not that we have watched a lot of star Wars documentary type stuff. That's not our jam at all. Oh, like, but I mean, they talk about like how good the cast gelled and like how good those things were that that makes some of those movies great. Right. And that's that. Yeah. I would agree. That's probably the strong to the biggest thing in the show. Like they could, I, they're believable as like family and friends with each other, the way they interact and their chemistry is really good. So. Yeah. And this is uh, uh, Amon Vellani's like first film credit. So she, for being like a newbie, she knocks it out of the park. I think that people were getting a little too like uh, emphatic with their praise. Like, oh, she's like a future superstar. And I was just like, I don't know if I saw that, but like she was very good in this, you know. She plays this uh, role well. Really? But- yeah. So, I mean, and for the fact of like carrying this like entire series on her back, like she does really well. And maybe that's what they're like, they're referring to is like an unknown can't just come in and do those things without being a future superstar. So maybe, maybe they can see it where we don't. So maybe it's Giannis in the, uh, in the 2013 (laughs) draft and everybody that was in early is just in, you know, so uh, and then those of us that 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 didn't keep him and and threw him back into the player pool and keep and and, and just hate ourselves every day afterwards. Like, see, that's what it's like. All right, uh, directing. Um, we've got six different, uh, or we've got six episodes, and uh, we've got people. It's really weird. We've got a directing team that do two episodes. And then we've got two other directors that do two episodes each. So like Hawkeye was, uh, was that Burton Birdie? Yeah. So it's very similar to that. It's Adil El Arbi and Bilal Falah. Um, they did Bad Boys for Life, which wasn't great, but it wasn't an abomination. Uh, but they just wrapped the Batgirl movie that's making a ton of like uh, Twitter and like um, internet buzz for being like this uh, movie that they just completely tossed in the trash can as a tax write-off as the WB 
the WB as Warner Brothers um, tries to kind of pivot away from some of the other HBO Max stuff. So um, it would have been interesting to see like what they could do um, in that because there was a couple of people. Um, uh, J.K. Simmons was supposed to play uh, Commissioner Gordon, huh. which would which would have been a cool. Yeah. Um, so and then Brandon Fraser was in it. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I would have probably watched this uh, Batgirl movie and uh, it would have probably been just fine. I'm sure it'll see the light of day. Warner Brothers always caves. If we watch the Snyder cut, then they can right. find a way to show us Batgirl eventually. But now they're talking about that that's the worst decision that they've ever made. Like, Is so. Batgirl four hours long? <laughs> and you're okay. Does it have a lot of bots on uh, Twitter trying to force something to happen? Uh, we've got uh, Mira Minan. Um, if there is an episode of like prestige TV drama, like she's directed it, like every single series, like The Punisher, Walking Dead, Titans, Outlander, For All Mankind. Like she's done a ton of uh, like one-off, maybe two-off episodes for a lot of these like prestige TV dramas. So she's she's bringing some 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 credit to uh, these uh, these. Uh, uh, episodes and then the last person was Charmaine Obide Chinoy. I'm sure I murdered that. Um, she's the documenta- documentarian and short film director. Um, so uh, that was there was really nothing that I could kind of point to as like give you a, a point of reference. So, what did you think about the directing in this virus? Um, I think it was solid. Like I, I really enjoy some of the visual things they do to show us Kamala's imagination. Like, yes. I thought some of those touches were really cool. You can um, really tell when they switch off directors, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's there's some clear differences when you get to some uh, between them. Um, but, but overall, I, I feel like for the most part, things were pretty clear pointed that I could follow the direction of the show. Like, this is what we're right. doing. So we're trying. And look, they don't reinvent the wheel. Okay. It's a superhero origin story. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're dealing with here. And I, I mean, it's basic. It's simple for the most part, and so yep. they they stick to that. But I'm I'm good with that. I'm always down for a nice little origin story. So solid. Nothing. You don't walk away and go, "Oh, this thing they did was so cool." Like, yeah, there weren't any like groundbreaking moments that I remember watching it, but nothing that stuck out is like bad either. So I really liked the like peek into her like mind in like the first episode. Like yeah. I could see how that could kind of get annoying. Like if we did it for all six, but like just kind of seeing like as she's driving, I really like the the part where like she's riding around on her bike with uh, Bruno and they're talking about like all of these like crazy battles and like her cosplay yes. and like all these things. And you can kind of see it like all going along the brick walls of the, of the city. Like that was really cool. Um, but you're right. I mean, beyond that, it's just kind of, there's not there's not much that that really kind of sticks out. I really did like the partition um, episode. Uh, that was really cool, and I liked the way that they did that. Um, like it, it, it definitely that one sticks out as a big, um, especially like watching it with the boys. Um, they, uh, I gave them the the graphic novel. Uh, essentially, we have the Marvel um, subscription, and when we went uh, driving uh, in spring break of this year, we went to North Carolina, and I gave them all. There's about sixteen to eighteen. I think there's about eighteen issues, and they read all of them 
all the way there and then all the way back again. And so they were super psyched for this to come out. And it was a lot of Lori's, uh, like Xavier and both Xavier never, oh, that's not how it happened in the comic book. <laughs> they, they were those guys um, a, a lot through this. Um, but they, I think that the one that stuck with them was like, uh, the partition episode too. Like we got to like sit down, talk about it, talk about the history behind it. Cause I didn't know either. And like Lori was just like, Lori's the person that as she's watching a, a show and like something strikes her fancy from like history, she's looking it up and like fact checking it and seeing what's going on and stuff like that. So she was able to kind of say like, Oh, well, this is what happened. And um, so like that one, um, that one really kind of stuck with me um, as the as a, a good directing job. Uh, but beyond that, like you said, it's pretty paint by numbers is kind of uh, it, it's it's a little too mean spirited, I guess. But it really is straightforward, I guess, is, is more of the uh, the thing that I should say so. Even though there's a lot of things that you I think that they introduced a lot of things in a good way that uh, other directors might have spent too much time on. And I think that we'll get into that like in more of the um, what did you like about it? Yeah. So, yeah. There's okay. definitely some areas where they could have like slid down a slippery slope fast and like yeah. gotten out of control and some stuff. And they didn't. Yeah. That we kept we kept going where we needed to go. We didn't dive off too yeah. much into rabbit holes and stuff. So. So let's move into story. Um, Bisha K. Ali, um, she wrote some episodes of Loki um, and also Four Weddings and a Funeral, not the movie, the TV show. Um, what, did, what did you think about the story? Uh, yeah, I mean, I liked it. It's There's enough twists so that I wasn't like, I didn't turn it off or fall asleep or anything. But yeah, it wasn't it's not, like, it's no moon night. Off. It's no moon <laughs> night. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's some of it. You know, you watch Moon Knight and then you watch this and you're like, hey, this is really good. This is good. Um, <laughs> it was straightforward. I'm not bored. Like, right. Moon Knight was somehow confusing and boring at the same time. Like, Loki was confusing, but I was never bored watching Loki. Yeah. I was confused a lot and lost some, but I was never yeah. bored. Moon Knight managed to do both <sighs> at the same time. Um, I mean, it, in a lot of ways, the same as the direct, like, solid. Like, there's a clear path here. I get this. Um, I totally agree with you on the the partition episode probably being the best part. I mean, I, I do enjoy good origins run. For me, I hadn't read anything. I knew almost nothing about yep. Kamala Khan. Um, Marvel Puzzle Quest, she does the cool double punch. I was going to say, like, fits. you know that. I knew that. Yeah. But, uh, got, she's got some stretchy, stretchy big hands. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know. And it's cool. I've talked about this before, but I still, I like it. They They do a good job of giving us a story that's kind of it's in this world where superheroes are an established thing. Yeah. Like we just continue building on that world, yep. you know, that it does, it does a really good job of continuing to build on the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, and we did it without doing any multiverse stuff, which was nice. That kept it nice and straightforward for me. Um, right. We didn't have to take too confusing or any stuff like that. So it's a very easy audience avatar, right? Yes. Like absolutely. it's just, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I thought that it was pretty good, but we just needed a little bit more stakes uh, to pull it off. And there just needed like the, we needed a little bit more time in some of the, uh, the episodes. And I just, I don't know. I just, I just needed a little bit more oomph behind like the clandestines 
and I see I can't even remember like the bad person's uh, Najma. Like they were just so boring. <laughs> like like I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just being a little bit too critical critical, but I loved it, everything it like, else about it. Yeah. I mean it's six episodes, so it's longer than a movie. Right. But it felt like the first two thirds of a movie in some way. Like as far as yeah. like like you said, the state like and some of that's okay because we know that she's coming back. We know she's showing up in a movie, right. if nothing else, before then. You know, that's what we're going towards. Um, so I was okay with that, but I totally see what you mean. Like, that it didn't have that same oomph. I think that's, even though it's a weird, nondescriptive word, it's a very accurate word. Like, it just didn't have as much weight to it as some things do. And I mean, I don't want to get too bogged down in this, but it's something that we've been talking about and a lot of other people have been talking about a lot. So I'd like to just kind of mention it. I mean, ever since Avengers Endgame, like it, Marvel seems to have lost its way a little bit. Um, and, and you can't help but look at some of the things around it. Like Hawkeye wasn't, I mean, you and I both liked Hawkeye. Like that was, you You rated it higher than I did, but I think we both liked Hawkeye. Um, but like Thor Love and Thunder, um, Black Widow, um, what else? Shang-Chi's really good. Shang-Chi's yeah, Shang-Chi's like, good. Shang-Chi's the exception. Right. Some people were panning Shang-Chi and I was like, whoa, whoa, when, when did this happen? I thought that everybody, everybody liked Shang-Chi. So uh, there's some revisionist history, like even though that was only a year ago uh, <laughs> happening with Shang-Chi. But I think they're pointing to like a, a matter of like, hey, Shang-Chi happened. It was cool. But like, what does that mean in the span of the Marvel Universe? Because now we've had like all these shows and all these movies and he hasn't shown back up again. Like, what's the deal? You know, yeah. and they're trying to find the old Avengers tie-ins, right? Oh, well, this person introduces this or introduces this person. So when there's that going on, but there's no execution of it, you know, uh, but it seems like they're pointing back in that direction after we talked about some of that stuff at the end of Thor Love and Thunder with like the D23 and or the, um, the, uh, whatever convention it was with all the announcements of the new movies and kind of getting back into, all right, we're heading towards this Avengers, uh, this Avengers movie and that Avengers movie and stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, it just feels like this is kind of them like ramping back up again. And everybody's just like a little bit too. I want it. I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I don't know. All right, themes. Um, family. Yep. Um, confidence, trust, uh, peace, and uh, believing in yourself, even though it sounds cheesy. Yep. Um, I've got religion and uh, dreamers. Like, she's constantly got her head in the clouds, but that's, like, something that's, like, very um, prevalent, like, throughout her uh, her family. So, how many stars out of ten? Uh, I went seven and a half. I really wow. liked it. I liked it. All right. 6.5. Uh, 6.5. Okay. Okay. Some of that, the, the second full rewatch, I, I don't know. It yeah. went up. Like yeah. I didn't come away from the first time going. Yeah. Oh. But then I sat there and I kept looking at my other scores. Yep. So I gave it a seven and a half, which is actually what I gave WandaVision too. Um, and so it's right there. And I also have in the Space Stone, which is where I had WandaVision as well. 
partially i wouldn't put it really quite on i mean some of that was just the way i scored other shows and i'm like oh i, right. I put it better than that okay. i almost gave it a 7.25 so that it was a little bit under wandavision because it's not quite yeah. there but i decided that was getting too picky so yeah i i felt like this was like firmly entrenched in the like better than falcon and winter soldier but not quite like into like the next uh like i've got i've got it in a mindstone that's where thor doctor strange ant-man and wasp far from home and black widow go so just right there Good. i think I, I think i bumped it just ahead of those like it'd be at the bottom end of my tier in the space zone yeah. but I, okay. I felt like i had to give it a nudge up that's okay. just for the brother and the dad <laughs> the brother grew on me i have to admit that like <laughs> as we went through the the process i loved the dad i loved the love. dad and the mom like uh especially the hulk scene like <laughs> i think in the in the first episode like i was like um it just reminded me a lot of uh um it reminds me a lot of uh kim's convenience like the i told you that after we watched shang chi yeah. like we went and like um binge that with uh, Shimu Liu, and they reminded me a lot of like that, or the the entire thing reminds me a lot of that. Like you're kind of like diving into like uh, for them that's Korean culture, um, but this one is Pakistani culture and yeah. Muslim culture and stuff like that. So it's it's good, it's good. So, all right, we're gonna move into spoiler filled thoughts, even though there's nothing really mind blowing about this show. No. Um, there's no secrets. There's no like. I mean, some people would say that like her being Miss Marvel, like she doesn't actually get the name until the last scene of the entire show, right? But it's the name of the show, so I don't think that's. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean they they didn't change it to Nightlight in the middle of it? That was fun. Yeah. When the first, when it first comes up, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is terrible, and then they start making fun of how terrible it is on the show. So I'm like, okay, right. we're good. Oh, like, okay, we're good. To make we're fun good. of it. I'm, I'm yeah. Like, All right. Right. we're in on the joke um so what did you what did you not care for um ice cream pizza that's disgusting <laughs> i don't know why this is a thing why does this exist that's, that's really awesome. gross um okay this is the first annual avenger con right and there, right. it's like at did i get this right it's like at the the military base like where cap was stationed or whatever like is yes. that where they're uh-huh. like yep. This is not a small thing. And yet it's like on like a Tuesday or something. Like it's like on a weeknight. It's just like sneak out during the school week to go do like who throws this massive. What is this? A concert, like a big headline show coming through Albuquerque in the middle of the week on the way to their real stops. Like this is not. Right. I know it makes adds the tension that she has to sneak out and get away and stuff that is right. such a big deal. But it's like it makes it feel like this is just this little thing on like a weeknight. We got to sneak out and. VendorCon's supposed to be this huge deal. So that yeah. makes me laugh. Um, it digs in a little hard on like the evil white government agent thing a bit for a little yeah. while in the middle. Uh-huh. Where I'm just like, okay, I get it. Um, and when is the government and the MCU going to stop trying to control people? Like, when are they going to learn this lesson, by the way? Like, they just keep coming back to it. It's super prevalent in the comics because government is the way that it is in real life. So it's always an, an easy, an easy whipping boy yeah. uh, or girl. Yeah. So in this instance, so. I'm pretty sure that at this point, only 50% of the population in the MCU is actually human. 
like on earth like only <laughs> half of them are actually just human beings that were born here that are, like how many different like weird superpowered people do we have secretly living on earth like we already have eternals and mutants and like there's scrolls hanging out now we're adding clandestines to the group like how many of these things could there possibly be it's the problem it's the problem with the, it's the black widow conversation again yeah right the more the longer that we go on like the more it's just gonna keep popping up secret invasion is gonna blow that wide open i have a feeling too so yeah um i feel like we skipped a super crazy conversation between uh kamala and her mom like between episodes because we go from like i just ruined my brother's wedding and i'm the worst daughter ever and then the next episode just starts and they're on the plane to pakistan like well, yeah. I mean, she gets the call from nani so you know they're going to pakistan but then right. like we jump through kamala going to her mom and saying like hey nani wants us to come visit her halfway around the world can we go like <laughs> you wouldn't let her go to Vindricon. it's like across right. town but yeah sure we can fly to pakistan now that you ruined your brother's wedding and you're like my least favorite person i mean they're still <laughs> fighting on the plane so like yeah they kind of and they talk about being grounded and stuff i get it but like i feel like we could have had a whole lot of fun with that conversation too it could have been very telling but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of forgiveness in this family which is a good thing it's a very but, good thing but at the same time like it lowers the stakes a little bit uh in some of these like typical teenage angsty ways so comron uses a phrase that makes no sense to me he says i feel like i'm being crushed from the inside out i don't know how you get crushed inside out i don't know how this works is this weight if you're being <laughs> Inside out means the opposite of crush. Like, I don't, <laughs> I know that you're just saying that it hurts, but like right. your, your phrase makes no sense. Like either you're being crushed or you're being ripped apart from the inside out, but I don't know how you're crushed inside out. And I literally sat there and missed like half the next scene <laughs> first time through because I was just so distracted by like trying to figure out how that worked. And how that was when work. like the the crazy stuff was like going on inside of him and they're escaping right yes yeah okay. him and bruno are like running away yeah um and while i i really enjoy the like home alone-esque battle in the school <laughs> and like drawing up the plans on the chalkboard um when did she have time to draw all that like they're having this conversation that needs to last about five minutes because like they're on their way they're coming for you they know you're here Let's right. draw this giant, huge mural with all these detailed little weird pictures. I know it's part <laughs> of who Kamala is. Right. To, like, draw and imagine. I get that. But, like, why couldn't they have done it like they did the other stuff that she's not really drawing? Like, the stuff we it's saw on the wall. But, like, they up. just literally yeah. made her draw it on the chalkboard. So, it's just, yeah. Yeah. like, what a waste of time. No wonder you didn't win that. Oh. <laughs> What'd you have? Uh, I just wish there was a little more to like on the superhero side. Like whenever it moves away from like the family and the friends dynamic, I mean, obviously along with like, it's like you want it to live in the origin story for forever because that's where it, it's good, you know, but once, yeah. once it hits the, the clandestines and like Najma and like all that stuff, I talked about it in the non-spoiler thoughts that it, I just, I felt like it just was so uninteresting that it just didn't it couldn't hold my attention and i couldn't wait to be done with it 
as yeah. fast as it, it could. And it didn't help that, like, I know that everybody doesn't have to have, like, tights and a superhero. Like, we don't need to, like, flesh all of these people out with, like, random comic book characters. But, like, there was a dude that literally just had, like, an upside-down lamp look that or that he like was like one of his like xavier and i were making fun of they're like what is he trying to hit her with like I, I don't understand like and i get it it's supposed to be like these like uh special things that are like part of culture and i'm not trying to make fun of culture but it's just like it's just very out of place and like they could have like probably like when i looked it up I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But the fact that I have to go look it up instead of like them explaining some of those things during the the time frame, like, hey, these guys have been around for ancient for a, for a long time. These are ancient weapons, and these this is the power that they have, kind of things. It's kind of they're doing a show, don't tell, um, and trying to keep everything like really tight. But it, I don't know. I know that I'm kind of give, speaking give out of both sides of my episode mouth. Episode and let her right. hang out with the clandestines and explain them more. Yeah, yeah or something down. like that, right? You know, it, it just, I didn't feel like there were any stakes and I knew that they were going to be gone by the end of this. So I don't know. Like, I, I can totally see that. Like the superhero, which is weird, like, because it's, it's Marvel. So it's supposed to be about the superhero stuff. Right. And that is the bigger legend. Like, I love the family stuff and like the friend yep. dynamic. Like, those things are great. And then it's kind of like, all right, can we get done with the superhero part so we can get back to the good stuff? Like that just right. sounds wrong to say in a Marvel yeah. show, but yeah. Yeah. Um anything else that I mean, I, I my negatives weren't like overly like particular. It was just I wish I liked the superhero part of it more. Like I don't know. I, or I wish I had more stakes in it, you know. Um but I I just I mean, I'd rather get to some of the likes to kind of hit some of some of those things. I really like learning about a new culture. Um, they didn't shy away from immersing you in the language and like everyday life of like Pakistani culture, going to the mosque and talking to, and they kind of make fun of it a little bit too. Like every once in a while, they'll slip in an explanation for like, um, oh, oh man, I forgot my notes. I started writing them all out. But like she, she talks about like her name for her mom, and then says, "You know my mom," and like Kamran's like, "Yeah, I'm Pakistani too. Like I, call, that's what I call my mom." You know, it's like just kind of giving you like these little like hints, yeah. like as the as the audience, like, "Hey, that's like what Ami. what would yeah Ami yeah yeah things like that." So. Um, so it, it, I, I liked those things and it didn't really talk down to you. Like it just kind of said like, hey, here's just like, keep up. Like this is what yeah. we're going to do and you're going to figure it out. So I don't know. I, yeah, I loved a lot of that cultural stuff too. It was just, it was cool to see that like, it's like lots of other cultures. Like mm -hmm. I love the moments, it, it, like Spanglish moments, except with Urdu. Like yes. it's not Spanish yep. and mm -hmm. English, but like, yep. especially exactly. like the parents, like when they get upset about something or those kinds of things that like, yeah. you know, I had like Hispanic friends that like when their parents would start, like you could go, the English would start decreasing and the Spanish goes up the more animated <laughs> the conversation gets. Right. And like, that's how this yeah. was. And um, like all those little things, like the cultural things, just seeing that how they're so similar yep. to every other culture like we all have these little things that that was that was cool i enjoyed those yeah i i truly mean this as a compliment but it reminded me of the shows that i watched growing up uh like whenever i was in middle school like on tgif like it reminded me a lot of like a, a family matters or a full house or like 
step by step, like all of these other ones, but like just using a different culture and like showing like, hey, it doesn't matter like like what kind of actors you use here. Like we don't need to see like the same like like white family story for like the 30th time. Let's find like another uh, like culture and like talk about different things like that, that they struggle with. And, and like everybody kind of has that same kind of like, Hey, like over like protective parents and like trying to be performative and like be the best kid that you can be. Like that's, that's something that's like uh, global, you know, rather yeah. than just kind of like, just part of that that white americana experience so um absolutely did you enjoy the 10 things i hate about you ask a breakdown of the click groups at the uh yes it was so uh, the whole time i'm like this is so 10 things i hate about you um except the illuminantes are better than anything that happened in 10 <laughs> things i hate about you they're fantastic um i love that mosques and churches are so similar like yeah like the little social cliques, the little, the little, the little old church ladies, basically the Illuminantes, like whatever you yeah. want to call it. Like they have similar stuff. Um, yep. I especially love as the pastor that there are just teenagers in the back on their cell phones while the guy's trying to preach. Okay. Like, right. <laughs> thank you. It's not just white kids. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, just those things. It was, it was cool to see some of those just in that different context. Like it's, it's different, but it's the same, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, which was cool. Um, I, I both loved and like didn't care for this. The dirty dancing um, uh, part where she comes in and she 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 like goes on the date with Kamran uh, and like does like the dirty dancing like move and like she's kind of going in and out of like uh, her. Um, oh gosh, what I can't remember. Everyone knows like what song it is. What I'm talking yes. about um while it's kind of got this like feel of like all of these directors that grew up and all of these people that are writers that grew up like and like share the same types of pop culture references as us like projecting those things onto kids that like probably didn't watch dirty dancing like it just kind of feels like this weird like living in both sets of and i mean a, a lot of kids now love like things of the I'm going to make fun of Xavier. I'm not going to make fun of him. I'm just going to say like Xavier loves Fleetwood Mac. Like I put some <laughs> stuff on his like MP3. Did I, have I talked about this before? I feel like I've talked to this before. Maybe I'm just talking about not Fleetwood Mac. So maybe I'm just like, like being unrealistic. Like he doesn't realize, or he now knows that they're from the seventies, but he's just like, good music's good music, you know? So maybe people are just like, Hey, Dirty Dancing is just a good movie, and maybe like a lot of people, they they wear all the the fashion from the eighties now. So why not uh, love? Can, can they get movies rid of the mullets? So those didn't need to come yeah. back, guys. We don't need those again. They're coming back, especially baseball players. They love the mullets. Ew. Like yeah. So so um, that's that's really a little bit of kind of a a good thing, bad thing kind of thing. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed the learning about history that's not super prevalent like we we don't really get a whole lot of like hey here's how india became pakistan and bangladesh you know like that i 
uh, that's what I, I mean, you and I are kind of, you're more of a history nerd than I am. Um, and so it's just Partition kind of like, was new for me, man. Yeah. I, it's I, just I was, kind of a, it's a cool thing to just kind of go, Oh, this opens my eyes to this part of the world. And this is how it happened there. Uh, and you can kind of understand how, how things happened. So just all of those things were, were something that I, I enjoyed about it. I, I liked learning about something that doesn't feel like it's a history lesson just for the sake of like, just being like, oh, now open your textbooks to this, you know? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. So yeah, the way that they did it was just so unique and so interesting uh, in that, in the frame of that. And like the boys were just like following on it, like, like, is that real? And so that's when I told you earlier that like Laura was like, yeah, this is what, how the, how this happened. And they were like, oh, that's so sad. And of course, just like that harrowing shot of like all the people trying to like pack into the the trains and it's still happening today you know yeah. so it's totally the kind of thing you could be like the cool teacher like you're teaching on this so what how, how do i teach about indian history like oh i'm gonna show them this this scene from kamala khan mm, like from this mm-hmm. marvel so they can see what partition looked like you know yeah like, yep. that that stuff's cool that like it fit it wasn't yes. forced right you know there's plenty of times where we force those things get forced into a movie or a show because like, Oh, I need to make this point. Right. Um, and this felt natural. Like it fit and yep. it was, it was helpful to understanding some stuff. Yep. In fact. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I both, well, like oh. even, even, uh, even, sorry um, to interrupt uh, even like Comron, uh, it was kind of like the, the really quick um, conversation. And like, there's just a whole lot going on where, Kamala and Kamran go on like their first date and they're not allowed to like be on a date. Like whenever she runs into her brother, it's like, you'd rather say this is my long lost cousin than say I'm on a date with a boy that I'm not supposed to. (laughs) Like that's where a lot of that, that cultural difference would come in, you know? Um, And then um, he has to kind of play the game of like playing with his uh, accent. Oh, you didn't don't sound Pakistani. Oh yeah. I was watching the British bake off and like all of these little <laughs> like crazy things that go along with that just to kind of explain like part of the culture. So this was found it just fascinating. Well, and you know, I mean, we live in New Mexico, so lots of things just correlate to Hispanic yeah. culture. But like that, like yeah. I have so many cousins and so much family that I can pull that move off. Like, oh yeah, this right. Is cousins, so, like I can't do that. <laughs> I have five cousins on the planet, y'all. I can't be. Oh yeah, this is my. You know, it doesn't work. Right. Um, but you know, that kind of culture does. So that's awesome. Um, I really disliked and yet liked because it was accurate and true. How completely totally utterly friend zoned bruno is through this whole show like oh poor man bruno. right poor bruno right? and then and then you got Comron doing the brian thing um which you think is on purpose the whole time and he's like oh man i really thought your name was brian <laughs> <laughs> it's just those those little things that i'm like this is actually what people do like yeah it's just true to life so i liked it yeah, I identified with Bruno in yes. a big way. <laughs> not the whole like genius uh, tech guy. Yeah, uh, no, not that part. But the, yeah. yeah, the rest of it, totally. Yeah, good stuff. Anything else that you had that you that you liked about it? Um, Nakia has the best guilt trip of all time in getting Kamala's dad to vote for her 
like the, yes. the whole speech where she's like, you wouldn't kill our dreams, would you? Like the whole thing is just fantastic. Like right. he's just stuck. Like he has no way out of this conversation. And it was hilarious. Um, I loved the wedding. Like that just looked like a fun time. Right. Um, I want to go. I want to go to a Pakistani wedding now. Um, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I'm totally stealing the repeated vow thing for a wedding sometimes too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's awesome. Why? Let's emphasize this. Sometimes I feel like I don't even hear vows when I'm at a wedding because they're so quick and like, right. No, let's do it three times in a row to make sure. Like, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, not to mention the cover band named Brown Jovi. Um, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, I can't believe I have I've gone this long without not mentioning their love. And it, obviously, it's set in New Jersey, but the Bon Jovi love throughout this, like, oh, it's man. just. Uh, I should when, I should bump it up a, a point five a star. Yeah. <laughs> when when her mom says, "If it weren't for slippery when wet, we might not be here." <laughs> Uh, I oh I laughed gosh. so I laughed exactly like I did on that and like the boys were like what does that mean? <laughs> Especially because like that's that's when she's finally breaking like you're seeing more than just the yes. protective mom. Yep. Um I thought her character like the development yes. and the change yeah. in her and and the relationship it was so good like and realistic, you know. It wasn't it wasn't overly cheesy where they're like, we're best friends braiding right. each other's hair. And like, it wasn't super cheesy. Like we have real issues and we kind of had to just scrap them out a little. And you start seeing some breaks and mom were like, no, she's not really this person. She was talking, making slippery when wet jokes. So um, <laughs> that felt true to life as a kid right there. Where I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the kind of thing my parents would say to me just to make me cringe. Right. So yeah. Um, I laughed a couple times. Um, it's a total. I, I felt I'm like, okay, someone watched Harry Potter too much because the whole Harry Potter saving himself with the Patronus, like, and she gets to save her own grandma on this thing. Like, oh, yeah. it was me. Like, just the moment yeah. where she discovers it was me, I'm like, well, duh, it was you. Like, you hadn't figured that out yet. <laughs> um, does that make any sense? No, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to set you up for that. Um, yeah, you did. I really enjoyed the 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 scene, especially because it was her dad, who I liked. So, like we already talked about, we love the dad. Um, yeah. But like with her whole the meaning of her name and that whole conversation at the very end of the show, where if Marvel, my name means Marvel, <laughs> and of course she's like, <laughs> I've been named after my favorite superhero like this entire time, and you never told me like, yeah. which was just funny. Um, the broken necklace becoming her symbol wasn't bad either. That, that, that yeah. part's okay. But the name yep. thing, I really liked. Um, I love the, I don't know what to call him. Sorry. Uh, the, the priest, rabbi, leader, the Muslim, the, the leader of the mosque guy is yeah so funny. Yeah. I loved him. Um, the, whenever, the times... you first, whenever you first see him, you're like, you think he's going to be just kind of playing it like really straight laced. And then yes. like he becomes like more and more like comfortable throughout the yeah. the, the Like when he's series. calling them yeah. out for talking and stuff, you're like, oh, so he's just this old curmudgeon guy that you guys. And then then like the feds start showing up and he's just like, he's laying the smack down. Laying yep. the smack down. It was good stuff. And there's a couple of good lines um, that I wrote down. Uh, her dad tells her, uh, good is not a thing you are. It's a thing you do. Um, that one, I'm like, oh, 
I could teach this right here. Um, <laughs> there it is. I need this scene. Uh, the whole what you seek is seeking you is an interesting concept, too, that they talk about a whole lot. Um, and then she has a couple funny ones. Bruno explained something to her. I really wish I had had this line in previous times in my life. I would have used it with some of our friends. Uh, try again. This time, like, you have a social life. Like, he explains <laughs> it like a super nerd. And she just busts him. Um, and that might be the greatest driving test I've ever seen in my life, where she just throws it in reverse and crams oh, right. into the driving instructor's <laughs> car. And then afterwards, she's explaining it. And some, it might be Bruno or brother, yeah. I can't remember who it is, goes, who taught you how to drive? Bowser? Like, it's like slipped in there super quick. But I'm like, yes, a Mario Kart <laughs> reference. <laughs> Thank you. I'm loving it. So. I think I just didn't stress out enough about like driving that uh, like it's not part of like my like teen experience that's no. like so reflective in here. I think the the anticipation of driving and the freedom that comes along with it like but I just never thought of like failing no my driver. Yeah, I was just like, let's do this. Like yeah. as long as it wasn't a stick shift. <laughs> My dad took me out to Hoffman Town's parking lot and was just like, we had a white Jeep that was manual. He's like, all right, try it. And like, we went around for an hour and then he's like, all right, plenty of cars out there that are automatic. <laughs> you know, like. We did, yeah. I had some friends that had kind of taught me how to drive a stick. We didn't have one. Like my yeah. parents both drove automatics. And so my senior year, uh, Right before graduation, I get a new truck. Like that's Mike. Here's my my little Ranger that I used to have. Like when I came to college, mm -hmm. and it was it was manual. And I'm pretty sure it took me ten minutes to get out of the parking lot the first day I drove to school. Like I'm I, I took my friend Pete. I took him to school and home every day. And I'm pretty sure he was just like buried in embarrassment in the passengers. It was like, dude, do I need to drive us home? Like what is what is going on? I'm like I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get it. It was rough. So I guess in that moment, I could understand some ranks, but I didn't just throw it in reverse. Right. And she does it again, too. Like, what is that? How do you not know when you're an automatic which way you're going? She watched mm. E.T. She only knew how to drive backwards. There like, you she go. She didn't know how to drive forwards. <laughs> just backed the car out of the driveway. She hadn't got on the road. I think that's it. Let's right. talk about Mr. Wilson, the creepy, weird, cool guy counselor who's just like the very like, oh my gosh. like over yeah. the top. He was, he was a little over the top, but like well within the, the, the theme of everything. Yeah. Can we get him and, and the, the teacher from Spider-Man together? Like for some, right. some shorts or something like, like we just need some Marvel teacher shorts on. I just didn't have cool enough people in my, uh, in my uh, <laughs> academic life. Apparently like everybody was just like super chill, super straightforward yeah um are you gonna take what are you gonna take next semester oh okay cool good job what kind of college do you want to go to oh your grades aren't good so you're gonna go to unm or nmsu which one do you want to go to <laughs> none of this tammy taylor like uh oh my stuff yeah so no yeah. But. All right. Well, that's all we have for uh, Miss Marvel. Let us know if we missed anything or what you enjoyed about uh, this uh, Disney Plus series. Uh, you can hit us up on uh, Facebook at The Phileo Podcast or on Instagram at Phileo Podcast, all one word, all lowercase, uh, or at phileopodcast at gmail.com. Great job, buyers. Good brownies.
Good brownies. 